Howdy. If you haven't already, make sure to follow us on all the socials. We are at History and Film on Instagram and HIF Pod on Twitter. My personal Twitter account is at TrackNerds, and you can always email me at Simmons at TrackNerds.com. Enjoy the show. Surprise! This is a quick little uh, bonus episode here as we transition between multiple things. We just finished up our World History 100 films, 119, 20 films. And then we had our recap episode, and so we really just wanted to spell out in a little more detail what we have planned going forward and get into uh, some other little feedbacky type questions, and then kind of answer some questions no one's yet asked uh, as far as okay. how, how this got started and how you got brought in and how we know each other and all that. Um, so we're going to answer all the questions no one asked. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so first, the plan. Right. This is uh, explaining in more detail when I talked about uh, at the end of the Midnight in Paris episode that we were going to be doing some bonus projects in between now and when we start American History 100 in fall of 2022. This is kind of those bonus projects. Right, kind of three different projects that we have in mind here. And the first of which kind of evolved after off of a game we kind of just came up with on the spot during our season three hiatus recap episode i asked logan who do you think are the most interesting people in the 20th century here that we've just discussed or whatever and we've blown that up into a full tournament for you and or for us we are having a blast recording those episodes and planning all that stuff out but basically we picked 32 people that we thought were most interesting of the films we had gone over in the project so far, and we put them in a bracket, and we're hashing it out one matchup at a time to determine the most interesting person in history, and that'll take several weeks to kind of go through that whole bracket, or months to go through that whole bracket for you. Right, Uh, so we're going to do, yeah, I think it starts off a couple matchups every other week as we start in the first round, and then it's one matchup every week, or sorry, every episode, so every two weeks. Yeah. I'll try to keep the progress as it's going. Post it on uh, the tournament. Post it on on my website, Track Nerds, and I'll just kind of make sure I don't post the where the bracket's at until we've released the episode that has it, so the bracket doesn't spoil anything. But I think as kind of a nerd of tournaments and sports and all that kind of stuff too, I love to look at a bracket. <laughs> it's just so yes. much more fun. So I will put that bracket up on Track Nerds. But if you're just listening to this and haven't listened to the tournament episodes yet, depending on when you're listening to this don't necessarily go looking for the bracket if you don't want spoilers of the tournament. It's more made something to look at only when you're caught up. Right. It's kind of a kind of a, a tournament in the vein of Rex Factor podcast, their English Monarchs tournament that they did to determine who was the top uh, English Monarch. Or if you uh, listen to CinemaSins, they've had uh, multiple brackets over the course of their podcast where they have different movies going up against each other. But so this is a... Uh, Similar, but uh, with our own spin on things. Yes, and then from there, we basically shows that I kind of both already watched, and Logan's been watching them too, uh, The Crown and Vikings, which I've always kind of loved as this mirror image. of Basically, you could say Vikings is a prequel series to The Crown because characters in Vikings are ancestors of Queen Elizabeth II, and... It also just kind of ties into the spirit of the whole project in the first place and how all the characters and all these different 
movies and from different timelines or time periods are related. And The Crown and Vikings kind of sums that up in a TV way, which we haven't really discussed TV on this. And so we're going to do kind of multiple episodes breaking down The Crown and Vikings, just as far as it can maybe less so on what they got right and what they got wrong, more of just using them as launching points to talk about the figures they talk about, as again, we kind of do on this show with movies. Right. A little more uh, in-depth discussion about um, the world at the time of you know, the, the Vikings and Alfred the Great. And then also uh, with the crown, a in-depth look at the reign of Queen Elizabeth II and also world history through that lens. Right, right. So that, yeah, that'll basically take up our time between now and starting American history. So we have basically the next few years of content for you kind of planned out. And uh, it's, it's, it is a lot of work. We haven't yet gone like the Patreon route and all that kind of stuff. And uh, we may hit you up for those kinds of things as we get down the line, just because it does take a lot of time to get to all this. And it's time spent not doing other things that might make money. <laughs> <laughs> so feedback a little bit, just to kind of, because uh, first the questions that were asked and then some questions that weren't asked. Okay, yeah, so some feedback from my mom, who was, uh, as she was catching up with the podcast, had just had a few comments, and I actually haven't done enough research to kind of uh, double-check some of the things she mentioned, but so she's obviously a big Whale Rider fan as well. She has read the book, and she was saying she kind of wished or thought we were going to go more into the Maori mythology side of things, that we kind of, you know, we do talk about Mm -hmm. how Whale Rider was based off not a specific historical event or a specific historical figure. And we do kind of casually mention that there's this story of their ancestors having come to New Zealand on the back of a whale. Right. They talk about that in the movie. I don't think we really address it that much. Exactly. Right. So it, it, and I haven't done a lot of research on that too, but yes, it does. It is related to established Maori mythology. And there is kind of a richer tradition there that we really didn't spell out. And I think the book goes more into that kind of thing. And I definitely need to, to read the book. So I'd be interested to dig more into that. And then, and then she also listened to the United 93 episode where I, I mentioned that she came and like woke me up and said that we were under attack or whatever on 9-11. And she's like, I believe you, but I don't have any memory of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, th- I thought you were going to maybe uh, go into like a, oh yeah, and she knew that this was the time that that happened and this was what was going on and this is what we knew and what we didn't Right, know. right. She, you're saying she doesn't remember that. No, she was just trying to piece together being at school and what like students were starting to talk about and yeah. why she would have left school because I assume she had planning periods. She's like, I don't think I would have. Anyway, so it, she was saying she might even left like debate kids were doing research and then she ran home to grab something real quick, like literally during class. Oh geez, and then but again, if she might have had you know a handful of debate kids, it would have been the responsible older ones anyway. But uh, uh, and she's retired now, so she can't get fired for it. <laughs> Something that happened twenty years ago. But and yeah, th- those are just kind of the, the the quick little notes I wanted to mention. Uh, so we've spelled out before the history of the podcast, and did we see? Well, yeah. So that's just it. I I've de- I forget. Actually, maybe we'll, no, maybe not. Maybe we haven't. So maybe since I've, maybe I not. forget sometimes what conversations we've had that have been recorded and which ones we have that have not been recorded. Exactly. <laughs> and then I do, so obviously I did, obviously in the very first episode I did kind of spell out what kind of led to the podcast and I was actually I was actually on track nerds. I was just talking to Braden about in a little more detail how it came about and that was maybe even off record too. So. 
it, it probably does bear repeating the history of the podcast. If you haven't gone back and listened to our older episodes, it is a little drier before Logan came on board. A conversation is just more engaging to listen to than... I was going to say, you'll notice a distinct lack of half of the co-hosts for the first two seasons. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Logan didn't yet exist. Um, so, <laughs> so it goes back, actually. So the podcast started in the fall of 2017, but it goes back years for, for, to the dawn of time. <laughs> Before history itself began. Technically, technically, yes. Yeah. No, so <laughs> there was a big bang. No. So the idea I had had years ago, like maybe even, you know, in the early aughts here is that I thought it'd be cool. And again, it was from watching movies like Beckett and Braveheart specifically and how those tied in. I was always just kind of fascinated by the idea that Longshanks from Braveheart was descended from Henry II from Beckett, who's was also the father of Prince John from Robin Hood. That idea fascinated me. I thought it'd be cool to watch the movies in order to kind of maybe figure out how that progression went. And then that evolved into you doing all of world history. And my first thought was maybe you could do it as like a coffee table style book where you do, and again, the idea of 101 or 100 movies would be like a college class, like history and film 101 would be 101 movies that we picked to do in order again, coffee table style book where each movie would have a two to four page spread. Here's why this movie was chosen. Here's why it's relevant. And here's what they got right and what they got wrong and the larger context of blah, 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 blah. Anyway, it would have been a whole lot of work, especially when you're trying to do it in book form. And then you also got to get rights to the pictures you're using in the book. And it was an idea, but it never really went anywhere because I really didn't know how to get it off the ground or I would do all this work and then you can't get it published, and this or it doesn't sell. And it, just, it, it was a huge ordeal, but I love the idea. So then you flash forward to 2017, and I've been for several years doing a write up of my favorite movies of the year. I had top 10 movies of the year. Going back to 09, I think was the first time I wrote like a little essay of here are my top 10 movies of the year with a quick little blurb on each of them. And in the beginning of 2017, so like January, February 2017, I was by myself on like a three-hour drive, and I thought it would basically save myself some time if I just wrote that episode to myself on my voice recorder on my phone to basically just write it while I was driving, and then I could go back and just listen to it to transcribe it, and that'd be a way to save myself time, and it did really work. Well, then my friend uh, Rebecca, who's been on the Track Nerds podcast and is based in Portland, has a food blog and, and stuff there. And so I, sh- I shared that with her as kind of an advanced screening. So so she didn't have to wait for the write-up. I was I just shared the audio file with her and was like, well, oh, here, okay. why don't you just, you can go ahead and listen to it now and then you don't have to wait for my essay to get posted on my website. And she was just like, dude, you should do a podcast. And I was like, well, yeah, but there's a million movie podcasts out there already. And I, I didn't feel like I really had anything interesting to say. And I hadn't really looked into doing a podcast before, even though I was a big—I've been a big podcast listener for over ten years now myself. So, in in the history in film canon, Rebecca is the first audience member of history and film. Yeah, well, of course, that was a move. That was more of a Trackers episode, though. You could argue because it wasn't really about history. It wasn't. A, it was, oh, okay. I said, yeah, you're I, right. yeah, yeah, but uh, but no, you could definitely argue there's there's no history in film without Rebecca. Like she, it was her. It was basically her idea. 
Gotcha. I'm just the one that had to do all the work. <laughs> <laughs> so then it was the marriage of those two things. That, okay, maybe I could try to do a podcast. That sounds fun. I listen to them. Everybody and their dog has a podcast now, right? And I was like, oh, that movie coffee table history book that I've been thinking about for years would actually work really well as a podcast where every episode is a movie. And so that was kind of the lightning bolt moment that got me super excited to actually do a podcast. And before that, it was just like, oh, I don't know. I don't have anything to say. There's a, you know, movie reviews is kind of boring. So the whole spring of 2017 during track season, my main goal was getting the list of 100 movies together. I was just spending a lot of time researching world history, looking at timelines, looking at what movies were available. It took months to kind of curate what I wanted that list to be. Which, uh, this is kind of a, a side note and maybe jumping ahead a little bit, but I remember when you emailed me that, or you, sorry, yeah, you, you, or you shared with me uh, the Google spreadsheet of all of the... Uh, Iterations? Well, basically yeah. the, the list of movies, but in the tabs of the previous tabs of that spreadsheet were all the iterations and all the research that you had done and all your little notes on the side. And I was like, oh my God, this is like, <laughs> had to have been months of just right. going through his because it's researching history stuff and movies. And because you're doing world history, it's, well, you know, I don't want to just do 400 years of British royal family and not touch any of the rest of world history at the time. Right. So. Technically, I had to research literally everything. <laughs> <laughs> everything, nothing crazy, just literally everything that's ever happened. <laughs> so then in the summer of 2017, I started recording. And just because of how it felt like the timeline was going to work and the work I was anticipating, I was like, oh, okay. My first thought was, I can do. 50 episodes a year, that's an episode a week, and I'll be done in two years. And then I realized over the course of the summer, I start recording and researching everything. Let's do 25 a year because this is a <laughs> lot of work. And I, I decided that election day of 2017 just seemed like a good Tuesday, seemed like a good day of the week to release. I wanted to have a, that regular schedule. So that's why election day and Tuesdays were all kind of chosen. And I was leading, leading to that. And then again, you can go back and listen to the result. It was those first uh, episodes or first two seasons of 25 episodes plus bonus episodes each. And, you know, doing all the work behind the scenes with editing. And I was basically writing full scripts almost, uh, you know, th uh, three or four page essays on every episode as I kind of went through all that. And then after I was done with season two, Logan Denning sends me a text and was like, hey, I just kind of went the podcast. I really dig it or whatever you said. And I invited you to be on the recap episode of season two. Yeah, because I had been I had been listening to well both podcasts at that time because you had tractors. Oh, tractors! And, right, 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 right. And history and film, and yeah, history and film. I listened to religiously. I think I like every week when it came out. I think when I sent that text, I had caught up by I think the episode that I was referring to was listening to you and Cody do your top movies of. Would it have been 2018? Okay. Was that actually on Tracknerds? So, yeah. So, Tracknerds started. Just, yeah. Tracknerds actually evolved just because I wanted to have, because I was more comfortable with the process of making a podcast. I wanted to do something that was made a little more to my interests, specifically travel, exercise, and movies and TV is what I kind of sell Tracknerds as. That kind of, and if you look at my website, my website is more of an umbrella of just who I am. And so it kind of focuses on all those things. And so I wanted to just have conversations and guests on to discuss those things. And it made more sense to start it as a second podcast. 
Brayden Bartlett, who's been on multiple times. He kind of helped me brainstorm that when we uh, went to the East Coast together to Philadelphia and DC and stuff. So we're kind of brainstorming that as you know, we were traveling and he has a lot of those similar, similar interests. And so that's why he was the inaugural guest. And then that launched, I think, about a year after Track Nerds in the beginning. Or no, it would have been 2019 because we, we went on, it was 20, summer of 2018 that we were in DC. And then I think it was around January of 2019 when the Track Nerds podcast la- uh, launched as more of just an interview podcast. And, and I don't update it as often, but yeah. Um, and then I almost kind of felt guilty. So you did that recap episode with me. And basically, because of all the time I had been putting into the podcast, I felt bad even broaching the subject of inviting you to be a full host because I didn't want you to feel obligated to commit to that much time. But the more we kind of talked, the more I realized you were like, oh, no, dude, I'm on board. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I was uh, I was I was pretty stoked when you asked because I was like, oh, hell yeah, that'd be a blast. And I thought that it would add a cool dynamic to the podcast rather than, you know, ha- like a, a solo podcast that's uh, having a second person just adds another layer of interaction and another layer of fun. And spontaneity, and yeah, yeah. more Right, spontaneity, more humor can be injected. So yeah, I thought that it would be a fun thing to do and also would improve the podcast. Um, and it actually ties to the Tractors podcast in the sense that when I first started, I didn't know how to effectively have a guest on and record it in a way that didn't have lag and stuff. So Braden and I had actually experimented with some other ways to do it before, and it didn't really pan out. Like we were getting lag in our conversations and things just weren't working well. So it's actually when I finally crossed the threshold and was able to have guests on and develop the Track Nerds podcast, again, everybody does it, but I'm on a budget here, (laughs) (laughs) that I realized, oh, I can have guests on History of Film. So I never really explored that route too heavily with history and film. Obviously, I could have figured it out before. But what I told myself is I've done enough projects over the years and you try to get people to collaborate. And then all of a sudden you're waiting for another person and things just don't happen. And I was like, the only yeah. way tra- the only way history and film would happen is if I just started myself. If I tried to wait around for a co-host, I would never actually start it. So that's kind of why I was okay with doing it by myself. But it, I always knew it was better to have a co-host. And yeah. so, yeah, when you when you came along and were willing, I was more than willing to include you now that I knew how to make that happen. I just didn't want to feel like I was like making you, you know, at three dollars a pop well, and for we, a lot of these movies or whatever. And we I think if you go back and listen to and again, I don't remember how much of our conversations were recorded oh, and which ones air, aren't. Yeah. And also of that, what got cut and what didn't. But I'm pretty sure if you go back and listen to the first it's got to be within the first couple episodes that I was on. Like, it wasn't like, oh, here's Logan and he's going to be on oh, right. the show from True. now on. It's like, here's Logan. We'll try and have him on as, you know, a right. few times over the course of the next season. So I think it, you're still even apprehensive right. that I was going to even be able. Well, and even I didn't really know. True, true. If we were, if I was going to be able to do the time commitment. Because at some point I was on, a, I had set the schedule. And if you couldn't meet the schedule, then at some point I'd, I'd have to do it without you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Right. And that's but, part of why we work uh, so much ahead of time to allow for our schedules to be able to collaborate. Yeah. And and here we are over 50 episodes later. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> and, and just uh, committing to a lot more here going forward. Yeah. So the last thing I wanted to talk about, and then we can uh, kind of kick this to the start of the tournament here next week, is how we met. Now, obviously, I'm older, so I'm, I'm curious to hear if you remember how we first met and all of those kinds of things. Oh, 
I don't I don't remember like the first time that we met, but I remember so you were my coach uh for cross country and track in high school. Right. So you don't remember me before that. Other than maybe no. being peripherally aware that I existed in the community. Yeah, well, um because I have a story when you, you were younger. I would have, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I so I so I remember I rem- you owned Epic DVD, True. which was a DVD rental place in Cheney, Kansas, and I lived in Cheney, Kansas, so I probably knew you a- before I knew you as oh, Rich, right. my coach. I was the guy that owned the DVD store. Right, you were the guy that owned the DVD store. Okay, okay. But yeah, I, I don't have any specific memories of you prior to being on the cross-country and track team in high school. Um, so, okay, so this is going to be fun. I don't know the exact year. But this predates the DVD store. Okay. Just for, for my reference, because I I don't even remember when you... When, when did you even start Epic DVD? Uh, beginning of 2004. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I don't really even have memory... I mean, I have memories of before that, but I was only I was only 11 years old. Right. So I don't know what you're this... this uh, it's not even an incident. It's basically... It's, it's my first memory of you and your brother. Okay. So... <laughs> It was anywhere probably between 2000 and 2004 or 5. I really don't remember where. I'm honestly, the only reason I can kind of narrow down the year is because Micah was really little. Well, yeah, we when we moved, because we moved to Cheney from Wichita in 2000, and I was, I was 7 and Micah was 5. Okay, so I don't know what summer it was. It might have been about then. It, it, it might not have been much, much after that. <laughs> so... The rec director asked me to do like some little like go up to the track with the younger kids and work on something <laughs> kind of thing. I don't even remember what it was. I think it was only a one day thing. And I just basically ran a bunch of grade school aged kids through a track practice is really all it was. And okay. you and your brother were there. And because uh, I, I remember your mom, like, Mike was young enough. Your mom was even like trying to help wrangle him. So he was paying attention. Oh, <laughs> so it might have been the summer of 2000 when you guys were seven and five. And I just remember the two little Denning boys, really, <laughs> really, really little Micah and his older brother, Logan. And so I was at least aware of you guys then because I was probably like, I would, again, if, if that works out, I would have been, you know, 19, 21, whatever, you know, whatever I was, I would have been probably in my early 20s and just kind of helping out with the youth track stuff. For one day, I, again, I don't remember the exact details. You were probably in college at that time, right? It could have been just after college, though, too. But yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. So I don't remember what year. But but if you were saying, <laughs> if it was all the way up to 11 and, 11 and 9, four years later, 04, there's no way Micah was nine years old. I, so it was probably 2001, yeah. probably 2000 or 2001. That's funny. And uh, so that, that's my first memory of, <laughs> of you and your brother. <laughs> Yeah, and I have I have no recollection of that whatsoever. Like <laughs> well, I have, I, I barely do, and I was like 20, 21. So yeah. <laughs> uh, you definitely don't. Uh, maybe your maybe your mom would remember it. I actually just ran into Micah yesterday, getting the first round of our uh, COVID vaccine. Oh, okay, yeah. He sent me a he sent me a, a picture of his um, of his vaccine card. Nice, nice. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so that's really all I wanted to talk about. Just real quick on a bonus episode, kind of spell out our plan, talk about the histories of the podcast as we get ready to go hiatus-free going forward, knock on wood, and uh, try to just go every other week. 
uh, going forward here. Although I do think uh, off the top of my head, this is kind of the gap filler bonus week. So I forget if it's next week or two weeks from now that we're going to start that tournament. So stay tuned for that. Thanks for listening. Hope you're all having as much fun as we are. And we'll, uh, we'll catch you later. <laughs>